All right, welcome back to the Brats and Beers podcast for our uh, bonus episode here. Uh, we're going to have an interview with the one and only Brian Butch. So, Brian, uh, he's, uh, he's a former professional basketball player and coach, uh, color commentator, radio host. He was Mr. Basketball in Wisconsin in 2003, uh, McDonald's All-American, first team All-Big Ten in 08. Uh, he dabbled in the D-League and uh, was an All-Star, All-Star Game MVP. And uh, he is also a new dad, so that is exciting. So, guys, can you help me uh, welcome Brian Butch here to the Bronson Beers podcast? Yeah, oh, hello, stuff. Mr. Butch. Good things. All right, well, you hey, are... I'm not a new dad. I've got an 18-month-old, and i got a month-old. So I'm not a new dad. I've been a dad for 18 months already. But well, other than that, you got some things right. I mean, well, I, I, I had to pay a lot of money for those other accolades. And all, well, so. <laughs> I'm charging you every single one that I said there, but... Uh, Sorry, I, I I just meant you just had another kid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, you you are a new dad again. I know, but... and I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Two two kids under two. Not smart. Like I know how to play basketball. I know how to talk <laughs> basketball. Um, this whole two kids under two thing sucks. But was... other than that, listen, have kids is great. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. I'm sure you're getting plenty of sleep there too. Um, but yeah, I'm you're. Sure you three guys are all planning planning ahead for kids, right? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I love making them. <laughs> so, Butch, since you're our first uh, interview here, uh, what is we're going to start off since it's brats and yeah. beers. What, what's your what's your favorite beer to drink? Anything cold. Anything cold? Wow. Is that fair? Is that a, is that a good yeah. answer? I like, cold? That. Like, hey, I like that. I like that a lot. Let's have it. I'm I, not. I'm not a, I'm not a warm beer guy, right? But if it's cold, I'll drink it. <laughs> I love that. All right. Well, the guys want me to start off. I kind of warmed them up with a, a little bit of a story that I have heard in the past. So I want you to kind of go into it here. Um, but basically the story about um, an overseas adventure and not getting paid from one of your uh, teams. Can you kind of lay into that story? Yeah, I'd love to. I, what one is what I'm curious because we've oh. got a couple. Of, um, <laughs> the, it was one, one about you having to go one, into a locker have, room. Yeah, right? no, no, I know that's where I was going. That's the problem when you're not real good and you get cut a lot of places. You got to fight for your money. I know by personal experience. Uh, but yeah, Greece, I, I got cut. Um, they decided they weren't going to pay me, so I had to buy a ticket to the game. I bought a ticket to the game, and then during halftime, walked into the locker room. And our general manager was at the game. So I decided I was just going to follow the team in the locker room like I was still part of the team <laughs> because I need to get paid. So I walked in to open up the door and said, hey, listen, give me my bleeping money, man. Like, I, pay me. Like, I want to leave. You don't want me here. I don't want to be here. Pay me my money. Oh, Butch, no, no, no. I said, there's no Butch, no, no, no. Pay me my money. It's that simple. And I got half of it, and then I went on a plane uh, ride home, and then I didn't get the other half. But some yeah. is better than none. I guess, yeah. That that's a little well, victory. You three, yeah, that's fine. You you three got to be work. You three got to be working for free, anyways, right? <laughs> I mean, we we haven't made any money on this yet, so we're we're not knocking okay. anyone right. for so. All right, all right. Uh, Drew, okay, I know you have some some good questions lined up. Drew, you wanna you wanna lay into Butch here for a second? Oh uh, yeah. Hello, Mr. Butch. My name is Drew. Um freshman year you missed some time due to mono can you elaborate how you got mono were you ju jumping around a little too much you know what i mean sure. oh that's a great question i wish i had a better answer to that because i wish that would have been the case um, <laughs> I, I that you know it's one of those questions that i honestly ask myself like how in the world did that even happen 
Now, <laughs> if you would have done the complete research, you would have realized I redshirted my first year and didn't get mono that year. That was the year that there might have been a little bit too much jumping around. <laughs> my first year, there was not much jumping around. All right. All right, Drew. All right. When it comes I'll... spitting fire, let's spit fire. You know what I mean? Um, no, I, honestly, though, like it was one of those things where my freshman year, I felt like I was playing pretty well. Um, felt like I kind of got into a rhythm, and then all of a sudden, mono happened. Um, and then you've got to go through all the tests. You've got to see, okay, is, is, is your body allow you to play? Um, and is it safe to play? And yeah. that's one of those things that was really, really frustrating. Um, it definitely slowed what might have been uh, me playing more in the NCAA tournament and the rest of the, uh, you know, the rest of the Big Ten season. So one of those things that was frustrating for me, um, obviously dislocated my elbow my, my junior year, which was really frustrating. But that's life. I mean, that's just that's where yeah. it's at. Um, yeah. You know, for me, again, I, I think there could have been there could have been a great run um, my junior year at Wisconsin. I thought we were a final four team um, to make the final four. You've got to have some things go your way though. And uh, you know, me getting hurt definitely hurt that, that run that might've been. Well, was it your sophomore year that Stizma and uh, one other guy were ineligible? So then uh, I know you kind of had to step up. I think you were around like 10 points per game there, but I think it was him and one other guy couldn't play the last couple of games or something like yeah, that. Is him that true? And Marcus, yeah. Yeah. Him and Marcus Landry, you know, yep. and again, this was a situation that because of that, Wisconsin basketball is in a better situation. And, yep. and that's the thing. Like, I, you know, you got to give credit to those guys because, you know, because of that, we got a you know, brand new academic center, brand new ways for guys to have success in the classroom. And then like, so with, with programs and, and the way they develop, and that's why so many programs give credit to the guys beforehand yeah. because the guys beforehand set the foundation. And that's a great example, right? Like, like Greg and Marcus, did a, they were a huge part of our team. They did a fantastic mm-hmm. job. Everything they did um, you know, on the floor was tremendous. And then yeah. all of a sudden you saw what it would have been like not to be on the floor and we weren't as good. Like those guys were big parts of what we did to have success. Yeah. And, um, you know, for, for me, it was, it was, it was a tough year losing those guys cause they were great players. And I think big picture wise, you know, that's why the, the organization, that's why the, um, you know, program has gotten better because, because of that, there's been steps taken or there was steps taken to give success. And that's why you got back-to-back final fours and, more Big yeah. Ten championships and so forth and so forth. Yeah, that's awesome. I uh, question number two: Who was your arch nemesis in college, and why was it Cole Aldrich? <laughs> well, it wasn't Cole. See, you're a Minnesota guy, aren't you? See, that explains a lot. You Minnesota people think it's always about you, Minnesota. Yeah, you're probably a Vikings fan, so I feel bad for you. Yes, yes, he, <laughs> he is. He Kirk is. Cousins more money. <laughs> keep paying, yeah. Keep paying Kirk Cousins some more money. You know, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is the highest paid player in the NFL over the last six years. How pathetic is that? And you guys are on the tab for it. That's the funny part about it. But that's a whole different story. I feel bad for you. You got to wear purple. It's amazing. Um, not cool. I would say it was Drew Knight of Michigan State. Um, Ooh, Michigan Knight's State was really good. We were really good. And uh, Knight was a great little point guard. Gave us problems a bunch. Uh, so I would say that was probably that would probably be the guy. Who's your uh, Who's your favorite um, slash most hated player at Marquette? I, I know you hate the uh, entire organization, but really, so that's the funny thing. Like we really don't like what happened is Bo and Tom didn't like each other, and then it kind of went back and forth. 
And it, like for me, yeah. Do we like Marquette? Do 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 you know? Does Wisconsin like Marquette? No, of course not, right? But like for us, the biggest thing there was like it was one game. I would say the biggest thing that you know, as far as guys and teams that we dislike more, were like the Michigan States, the Purdue's, the teams that like we had to fight for Big Ten championships for. Um, you know, if we lost a game to Marquette, yeah, did it stink? But it was it, it happened in November. Yeah. Like, it stung more if we lost to a Purdue. It stung more if we lost sure. to a Michigan State. Because guess what? We, we had to fight those guys for, the, for championships. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, that's where we were at. We were, we, were, we were competing for championships every year. So, yeah, Marquette was tough, and those matchups were tough. And as we do this right now, they're playing for a million dollars, like their alumni team. I get all that, and I understand that. Um, I would just say, though, I think the big picture-wise of it all, it really comes down to the Big Ten teams are what we concern ourselves with a lot more because we knew if we lost a game to those guys, and man, guess what? We probably yeah. weren't winning a Big Ten championship. Hurts a, hurts a little more for sure. So, are you, uh, yeah, you going to exactly. get a team together for the TBT uh, tournament and do like the Big Red Bears or no. something? Or I'm, No, no, no. I'm old. I'm fat. Um, <laughs> I got two kids under two. It may, you know what? It might be a good idea. I mean, it would, might mean I get a couple of weeks away from my kids. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I'm kids. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good with TBT. Um, I've been asked to do it a couple of times, and I took a hard pass on it. Um, yeah. I, I love what it's about. Um, I really do. I think it's fun. I think it's you know it brings energy to the game. It's normally during the dead time um so i think it's 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 enjoyable right i think it's 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 a fun thing um and i think they do it the right way i think you saw over the last couple of weeks here everything that they've had to do to make sure that it's run properly and they've done that and i think for me like when you see an organization do that and say hey we're not going to take any shortcuts. I mean, there's a reason that this year it's a million dollars and not two million, right? Because yeah. they spent an extra million dollars to make sure it's done right. Yeah. So when an organization or a group does that and takes it that serious, I think you got to, you know, you, you know, you know, they're for real. And I think that's a, to me, kudos to them. That's cool. Let's uh, let's take it back to a little uh, less serious uh, topic right now. Back to your redshirt freshman year um, when you weren't really playing. I think there was a photo floating around online of you uh, wearing a bra. I think at a at a house party. Um, See that that is false. Let's, let's clarify <laughs> that right now. I just I just want to so, know the story behind that and where that was taken. Oh, for sure. So I lived so I lived next to the woman's uh, tennis team. Uh-huh. Or it's like five of the girls when we were in, when we were my, I think my, my junior, my sophomore year. And so we lived there. So part of my costume for Halloween was to go as a woman's tennis player. Cause uh-huh. you know, Sean, you know me well enough. I'm not going to plan anything in advance. Traditionally, most women's tennis players so, do play in their bra, correct? So part of it is they said, Hey, you got to wear a bra and then we'll give you the top over the top and we'll give you the skirt but you need to have the bra so that you can have the tennis balls as we'll put tennis balls as a woman's tennis player. And then you'll fit in. So I'm like, perfect. Well, as I'm getting dressed, they're taking pictures. Uh-huh. One thing led to the other. And then that's how that came out. Okay. So it sounds good. And, and you thought you got me, but if you've <laughs> ever been to Madison Halloween, you understand that. Yeah. Okay. That's probably true. Like, yeah, he's yeah. not going to, 
that's probably not a lie by him to cover something up. So I, I should have known. Yes, never I know get what it looks like. No, no, it's not that you can't get me. I've done dumb enough things. Trust me, I'm glad there's not social media around. But I'll put it that way. I've done enough dumb things. But that's the situation where that gets wrapped up into Halloween in Madison, which uh, is always, if you guys have ever partaken in it, uh, Drew probably has it because he's Minnesota or whatever, which shame on him. But I got drunk um, for Halloween in Madison one year. Oh, it was just, fantastic. You got what? Oh, we dressed up like uh, Chippendales. It was our own fault. We were all drinking heavily. And then a bunch of Mario and Luigi's actually yeah. came up. Um, we were just right down on State Street, right off State Street. And they jumped us and kicked our asses. It was actually pretty phenomenal. It was a great memory. <laughs> but that's all I know about yeah, Madison Halloween. That's what happens. It gets wild. Yeah. yeah. Amateur hour, right? Amateur hour. You, you, you go down, you think you're going to rock it out, and then all of a sudden Madison kicks you in the tail. <laughs> Nothing different. I mean, you got, you've been used to that your whole life, so it's okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Even if you're trying to roll a bolt right now, it's okay. Don't worry. You can stop rolling during this podcast. That was Don't that worry. was Cody. That was Cody. Okay. I'm just a quiet one. Right. I'm back. You don't need to roll right now either, okay? <laughs> I will say Butch. this. Minnesota's starting to turn some things around, man. I'm like, yes. I'm a Hawkeye fan. But uh, in 2003, you know, Sean you're said you were not. Okay. Yeah. All right. How's that football? Uh, okay, in 2000, you were a McDonald's All-American team. What is your go-to McDonald's meal? I was. Oh, that's a really good question. My go-to meal. Um, I, yeah, I love the chicken nuggets. I don't think you can go wrong with the chicken nuggets. But you got to get the honey, some barbecue, some ranch. You got to get all three of them, though. I like it. Hmm. Are you a cat guy? Am I a cat guy? Yeah, you're a cat or dog guy. Like a C-A-T, like a cat, like an animal? <laughs> Why would you even ask me if I'm a cat guy? Look, well, I'm 100% a dog. You ordered chicken nuggets. <laughs> what What else am I going to order at McDonald's? Oh, good point. Tell me good why point. I'm wrong. I mean, no, the Big Mac. No, no, honestly, I call it okay. the Drew, the right. Drew special. Butch, at the uh, at that All American game, did you uh, did you have to guard LeBron yeah. at all, or what was it like playing against him? I, I did. Thank you for doing your research again. Um, if, there is a picture of me trying to block LeBron. Uh, notice how notice how I use the word trying. <laughs> didn't work out. So uh, I did. Um, no, I didn't. Um, again, I'm a six eleven, slow, unathletic white guy from Alton, Wisconsin. <laughs> you can't bring up that all star. You can't bring up that all American game without bringing up Luol Dang, though. Luol <laughs> Dang, he was in it. Uh, Chris Paul was in it. So there were some guys now. Is it good? That was a really, really loaded class in 2003 for sure. Yeah, uh, uh, Villanueva was in that one. He's a pretty big deal. <laughs> yep, yep. That's that's the guy you're gonna bring up of all those other guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Perkins, I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to bring up the guys that you could have brought up, and you brought. Up. I didn't want. I mean, the list of guys you could have brought up. And that's the guy you brought up. That's fine. I get it. Dude, that is Milwaukee, fair. Milwaukee Bucks legend, Charlie Villanueva. When did you feel the most starstruck? I didn't. I didn't. I've never really felt star, uh, starstruck. I just really haven't. Um, like, you know, you're in, you're in, you know it's something special. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, you know it's a situation where, like, hey, this is pretty cool. Like, what, what we've done and, you know, being a Parade All-American, a uh, you know, one of the top five players in the country. Um, but I, I mean, I never really looked at myself that way. It just, I was just, I'm just playing basketball. Like, I know it's simple, 
Um, but I'm, I'm a simple guy. I mean, Sean, Sean knows that. Like, I'm just, it is what it is. I'm yeah. like, I'm an idiot. Like, yeah. you know, like I'm just, I'm an idiot. I'm just like everybody else. That's what it is. Like in a good way. Um, whatever. I put a, I put a ball in a basket guys. Like, it's like, that's what I did. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, there's so much more to life. And I, and I say that seriously though, like there's so much more to life than just hoops. Like I love the game. I love teaching the game. That's why I run my camps. I love working for BTN. I love being able to teach the game to listeners. I think that's just awesome. Uh, Cause I think you can drop knowledge that way. Um, but again, like, because of the game of basketball, I've been given opportunities. And because of that, I'm really, really thankful. Um, and I think for me, like, it just comes down to that. It just comes down to being a good person. I can't tell you how many times people have told me, like, if you're just a good person, you'll have success. And, like, that's what I do. And then the other thing is I just work. Like, I mean, the reason I was a McDonald's All-American is because there was a lot of guys that, you know, wanted to be flashy when I played them. And I just outwork guys, and I put up bigger and better numbers. When we played against these guys at big-time tournaments in North Carolina and Vegas, and, you know, the, the list goes on and on. And, you know, these guys that schedule these tournaments, there's a reason they put all the bigs that are supposed to be the best together, and they let them battle it out. And I won most of the battles. But it was just because I outworked them. Um, it wasn't because it was flashy. It wasn't because it was sexy. I mean, it just, it just comes down to work. So, I mean – when I look at it, that's to me that that's what it becomes. And um, when you do it that way, you normally have success. So, you know, yeah. Do I wish that I didn't get hurt as much in college? Yeah. Do I think that the uh, you know story could have been different? Maybe. But I mean, everything happens for a reason. I'm a firm, I, guys. I'm a firm believer in that. Like, truly, like I go to bed every night knowing that I've done everything possible that I could do to be the best at whatever it is. And then the rest of it falls where it falls. Like, there's some things that are meant to be. There's some things that aren't. I like that. I do too, yeah. I feel like he, I'm at a TED Talk right now. I love it. <laughs> yeah. What he's trying to say is he puts his size 16s on just like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm just trying to slide up five slide-ins with two kids under two. I'm just trying to keep – I got a slide-on anywhere. I wear, I wear sandals. Too hard to put shoes on. <laughs> Cody, Drew, you guys have any other uh, hard yeah. questions? I actually do got one kind of um, a serious sports-related question. So via 24-7 sports, Who is Brian, Cody? Yeah, this is yeah. Cody. I'm just a quiet guy that sits back and watches. Uh, you're still considered so – you got with serious questions. Yeah. Well, it's not too serious, but it, it makes you pick your brain a little bit. So you're, you're considered the number one Badgers basketball recruit in history with Sam Decker being number two. Is that who you think you'd pick for the number two recruit in Badgers basketball history following you? Uh, probably. I, I, so this is the thing, and this is what, like, this is so stupid, but this is the way it's done. Um, it's all about the star levels. Like, let, let's not worry about where the recruits are. Let's worry about what they've done, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I, no, I'll say this, right? Now, I will say this, and I think it is a big part. When you come in as a highly touted recruit and – things happen, right? Like my first year, I got mono. My second year, we lose two guys to academic ineligibility. My third year, I dislocate my elbow on when we were number one team in the country. Like people forget that. Even the two, even the team that went back-to-back -back Final Fours, they were never number one in the country. We were number one in the country, AP number one, right? So like that's three years where opportunities just don't work out for whatever reason. My last year, I'm a first team all Big Ten. We won Big Ten Championship. We win a Big Ten tournament. 
and then we run into a guy by the name of Steph Curry. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, we, we know what he's all about right now. Um, so for me, it's one of those situations where, you know, you, you don't have – or just the, the stars don't align. And I'm fine with that, right? Like, I'm fine with that. We still won a Big Ten championship my senior year. Everything we did was the way it was supposed to be, as we talked about earlier. Like, I don't even know what a TED Talk is. I, I just talked to him. But, you know, for, for me, like, it's all about just making sure you do things the right way. And it plays Sam probably the second. But sure, yeah. I mean, that's fine. I think Sam Olsen probably would be there. Um, you know, but didn't finish his career out um, there either. But, so, I mean, there's, there's things that happen that play out. Um, for me, like, yeah, I think that's good stuff. Um, you know, now I think here's the question, right? And I, again, when you become a four-star or five-star guy and you go to a university, what it does is it makes it okay for other four-star and five-star guys to come to you mm-hmm. and, and to be a part of the program. And I think that goes back to the foundation. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like that. Because you, you and uh, Sam Decker were actually the only, I, I believe it's the only two five-star recruits to ever go to Wisconsin ever. Correct. Right. So I think, you know, me going there makes it easier for Sam to go there. And guess what? The state of Wisconsin has got some really good basketball players coming. Me going there, Sam going there is going to make it easier for another kid to go there. And I think that's the biggest thing when you look at this, when you look at the, 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 a program right now, Wisconsin's a program. It's not just a flash of the pan. It's a program. Mm -hmm. And I think both you guys would agree. All three of you guys would agree that. Yep. You know, it's it's consistency over and over and over and over again. That's what a program is. For sure. And that's what Wisconsin has built. And I think when you look at it, you know, it's going to make it easier for that next five-star guy to get to attend Wisconsin. That's a good point. Um, you guys have anything else? Otherwise, I do want to run through some trivia at some point real All quick. Right. With I got one last thing, one? Sean. All right. I got one last thing. All right. So online, Butch, you're listed at 6'11 and 240 pounds, and you wore the number 44. Frank Kaminsky is also, he's at seven foot, 240 pounds. There's a conspiracy that you might have dyed your hair and changed your name to Frank to get four more years of eligibility. Is this true? So not, not, not true. Um, again, good job doing your research. I was number 32 at Wisconsin. I wore number 44 in the G League uh, because that was the only year that could give me. So, uh, but that's all right. I, I take it this is Drew's question. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, good job, Drew. Way to, way to be a Minnesota fan. Yep. Thanks. Yeah, because I wore 44 at Wisconsin. What? What? Oh, my goodness. He, he looked on your Wikipedia oh. page, but the, the picture care. was so far away, he couldn't tell what number you were. You. <laughs> well, I was just glad to have a jersey at that point. But, um, no. So, so I would love to have another four years. Listen, college is, I know you three would love another, another four years in college. Well, we well, live with kind of living so. that right now, anyway. You can imagine how that went. Sean, I was going to say, Sean really, he, he, he hasn't really uh, stopped going to college. <laughs> <laughs> the grind never stops, man. All right, Butch, I'm going to ask no, you. No, no, don't start off. with these all these. Don't Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't start here with the, the grind never stops. Don't give me these fake words. These, you know, hustle, hustle all the time and the grind never stops. Well, and I'm a, no, 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 stop all that. All right. Well, welcome to my TED Talk. Don't give me fake words. <laughs> Don't give me fake. The grind never stops. Hashtag grind. Hashtag work hard. Hashtag work work hard pays off. 
what does work hard mean? Can can you guys tell me that? I had to, I had I to love keep the guys that put out the hashtag hashtag hard work pays off. What is the definite? What what is hard work? Can you tell me that, please? Because I'm a little confused. Uh, hard work was trying to get you on this podcast here. I just <laughs> tried to had, had to keep uh, texting you. I think that was the hardest work Very I've done fair. in a while. <laughs> I did. I did. I did I did make you guys wait 30 minutes. I do apologize for that. So that's fair. All right, there we go. That's hard work. I'm glad we got something on this podcast. Perfect. That's perfect. All right, I'm going to ask you a couple quick Badger-related trivia questions, all right? And you better know these, okay? Um, I don't do do trivia, but go ahead. When was the University of Wisconsin established? How about 1908? Oh, come on. It's 1848. All right. Okay, so, should have done that. Like I said, I did. I don't know. So. <laughs> How about who's the Badgers' all-time leading scorer? Alana Tucker. And then which season did the Badgers win their first national championship? 1941. Okay. And do you know who was against? Uh, let's go with <laughs> Cincinnati. Uh, Washington State Cougars. But at least you got the year right. And then this is the last question, I swear. We'll get you out of the trivia here. Um. Who was the Badgers head coach before Dick Bennett? Uh, he would coach from 1992 and 1994. Joe he Jackson. Was... No, he was a former M- NBA coach. Oh, Stan Van Gundy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, this is the last question, Brian. Uh, who's the all-time leading scorer at Appleton High School? Well, we have three schools, Appleton West, Appleton North, or Appleton East. So, again, another Minnesota question yeah. from Drew. <laughs> Drew. Wh- wh- which one, Drew? Uh, which one did he go to, guys? What? <laughs> West. He went to West, so we're gonna. I'm gonna go with. He's asking for West, and it's okay. him. That would be myself. <laughs> yeah, and how many points was it? If you how don't many, know, you're lying. I have no idea. No, just put the ball in the basket. I'm not smart enough to figure out. The rest. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Brian. We appreciate you coming on here. Uh, it's always great to talk to you. We we love a fellow Badger. Um, I don't know why I said fellow because I didn't go there, but uh, we love having a. Did any of you? <laughs> no, no. Okay, well, right. Two lacrosse and one. Uh, well, we all went to the University of Wisconsin. Lacrosse. Well, we all transferred actually from all different schools to end up at lacrosse. Okay. So. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's in the Wisconsin system, so uh, we're we're, we're, we're d- well, definitely not fans of lacrosse. So uh, we're fans of uh, the Badgers. So no, fellow, I love it. Let's do yes. it, fellas. All right. Well, thank you again for your time. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, Butch. Thanks, Brian. All right, sounds good, fellas. Hey, keep rolling with this, man. It's fun stuff, guys. Talking about beer and, and sports, hockey, and I love it. Great job, I love fellas. it. I love it. Thank you, Butch. You have a good one. All right. Thank yeah, you. you too, fellas. Thanks, you. Well, that wraps up our first interview episode with the local legend, Brian Butch. Thank you for listening and be sure to spread the word about our Brats and Beers podcast here to your friends and family. We do have another exclusive interview coming up soon uh, with a women's Olympic soccer player that will be later revealed on our Instagram and our next regular episode. Uh, Thanks again, everyone, and go Badgers. See ya.